You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. one 800 060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. And ahead of Globe Derby Racing uh, later today, it's a very good morning to uh, Lachlan Stace. Good morning, Lachlan. How are you? Yeah, good morning, Andrew, and welcome along, everyone, to Mobile Rolling, the SA edition for your Monday morning. Of course, a busy eight-race program at Globe Derby today. We'll be having a little bit of a look at that, but our main focus today will be the Port Pirie Cup on Tuesday night up in the mid-north of South Australia. Of course, that meeting was moved due to the torrential rain received at Port Pirie on Friday night, heading into Saturday morning. So the track didn't pull up too well. And we do have our first guest online now joining us on Mobile Rolling again. Great to have you back on, Paul Cavallaro. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. Lucky, how are you? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Uh, great to have you on again. Of course, a busy night for you tomorrow night at Port Pirie. With two runners in, one in the Troggers Cup. Of course, you have Uncle Louie going around. That's race number five, the Troggers Cup. And then the Pacing Cup, race number seven, of course, with number one, Culture King, drawn perfectly on the inside. So a busy night for you, of course. A bit of a shuffle around with the weekend as well, with the Megan getting moved to Tuesday night. Yeah, it has been a little bit. Um, sort of not buggers your preparation up a bit, but just sort of you just have to change things a little bit. But uh, luckily we were able to get our horses worked on the day and, um, yeah, no, they'll be fighting fit for tomorrow night for sure. Well, the good news is it's perfect conditions tomorrow night, 23 during the day at Port Pirie, and it should be perfect around race time there up in the mid-north. Of course, the Trogger's yeah. Cup, Uncle Louie, he's been a real marvel so far this preparation. Of course, uh, we saw him take out the Fred Jones Trogger's Cup a bit earlier in the season at Globe Derby back in February. That really kicked off his campaign um, and really started to um, establish himself against the fast-class troggers, if you will. And then, of course, he took out the Capunda Cup about a month or so later, and he's had terrific runs in the uh, Strap Alban Cup running third and the Gawler Cup running second. So, overall, he's had a really, really good Country Cup season, hasn't he? Yeah, he really has. Um, when we got him over, we sort of... He was on a pretty loose mark, and we thought, well, we'll see how we go. We'll give him a few runs and um, see how he measures up. But he certainly has done that and probably probably exceeded our expectations a little. Um, you know, we, we always thought he'd be an, a, a nice horse here, but he's certainly gone to the next level, I think. So, um, yeah, no, he's been a ripper for us. He's been doing it off tricky handicaps. Um, of course, he's been showing some really good field navigation as well. Victor Harbour Cup, the mobile start... Um, he seems to be handling standing starts better than he's handling mobile starts at the moment, Paul. Do you think that's fair to say? Well, he's only had the two here. Uh, the first one, yep. he uh, he played up. I don't know what happened that day. He was he was just in a foul mood. He, he's never done it before or since. So, not sure what happened there. But um, uh, yeah, look, last week it was probably you know, a farcically run cup. It was sixty-seven and a half, and uh, nobody really made up ground in the last half of the quick last you know last two sections and if you go back into his sectionals he actually ran the fastest last half in that race so he's still yeah. he's still well up to the mark for sure so um look they'll, they'll know he's there tomorrow night no doubt yeah 30 meter handicap um tomorrow night 20 meters behind the next horse as far as the handicaps are concerned so 
Mm. Um, it's going to be a, a tricky job for him, but at the same time, he's had the tricky handicaps um, so far throughout the season. Of course, um, he took out the Kapunda Cup off a 30-metre handicap, and that's a tight track, so that was a big effort that yeah. day. Um, of course, running third in the Strath Album Cup, which is even a tighter track off a 30-metre handicap as well. So he's done it tough before. Um, he's definitely capable of doing it. And, of course, Port Perry a lot wider um, over that 2,530-metre journey. Angela Chapman keeping the driving in the family as well. She's driving this horse really well at the moment, and they've built up a good relationship over this series, haven't they? Yeah, they certainly have. Um I said to Angela Capunda, I was a bit worried she left her run really late in that. and That was always the plan but I, to leave it late, but probably not quite that late. And um, he did a great job to uh, to sort of get down the outside and win. But, yeah, Angela knows him really, really well. And, um, yeah, look, he, he's running really well for us. She gets him away well from the stand. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm... We're sort of hoping he has a good beginning. Um, he's got nothing else on the same mark as him. So he's got plenty of room and he, he should be able to tack on pretty quickly. Another horse has been racing really well for you guys. Culture King is in the Pacing Cup on Tuesday night at Port Perry. Race number seven on the program, as I mentioned. Drawn gate one has a gun draw. He's just hasn't been able to notch up that win so far, this preparation. He's come close, um, mm. but he just hasn't got it yet. And he's been running some super races. Of course, he ran second in the Gawler Cup, second in the Capunda Cup, and then third on, uh, of course, Italian Cup night at Globe Derby back in February. So he's been really around the mark, uh, just hasn't been up to knock up that win yet. But you must be pleased with how he's uh, how he's racing. Yeah, well, we we are. We were um, we were sort of really... Uh, he, he's a bit of a, f- a favourite of ours here at, um, at our place, and he's, uh, he's been through so much. We, we, we sort of... At one stage, we were thinking of retiring him because he was just... He was, he was not racing as well as what he could, but soon as we sort of mentioned that he started jumping out of the ground he he, he loves racing um and he's uh certainly his last probably half a dozen starts have all been really really good um yeah drawing the pole tomorrow night so that's the first time he's had a decent draw so yeah hopefully he can kick up hold the front and um yeah whatever beats him will probably win it yeah well he's been drawn off the second row in very tricky positions throughout this series when it comes down to mobile starts and even in stand start conditions, he hasn't had the best draws. So um, mm. he's been a bit unlucky when it comes to draws. So I'm really keen to see what he can do from gate one. Um, of course, he's had 60 starts for 17 wins. A lot of those wins came earlier in his career. He was a really nice juvenile horse. Had a stint over in New South Wales where he was really successful as well. So um, he's been a really nice horse for you guys. And it, mu- it must be really thrilling for you, as you mentioned, to see him racing back in this sort of form. Yeah, it is. Look, seriously, he's, um, the the trouble that this poor fella's had in his career has been unbelievable. Like most horses wouldn't have survived it. He, yeah. um, he he had a bad bout of enteritis, almost killed him. He lost 80 kilos in a week that that when he had that sort of illness. And uh, to be honest, just to have him racing is is a testament to him how tough he is. He the vet said to us at the time, 99 horse out of 100 would die from it. Um, but he's 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 got a real will to live. This guy, he's he's a beautiful horse, and he's even though he's a stallion, he's just a, a beautiful horse to have around the place. We love him. Yeah, that's terrific. Um, of course, this time last year you were racing in a similar series. Of course, the series is a bit different this year. It's a Country Cup series with um, obviously the heats being all the Country Cups throughout the season, as we've seen at uh, Strathalbyn, Gawler, Capunda, Victor Harbour venues like that. And it all um, finishes off with the grand final at Port Pirie, the Port Pirie Pacing Cup, 
worth $25,000 in prize money, 20000 in Petrolers Cup tomorrow night. Of course, um, the, the series last year was um, heats for the country cups and it ended up in an SA Cup final. And you had Wrangler take out the SA Cup final uh, around this time last year, uh, back in April in what was a terrific run. And he had a bit of a, he had a, bit of a similar thing where to Culture King, really, where he, he ran placings leading up to the tail end of the series. And then he started to really come into his groove. He took out the Victor Harbour Cup and then he had a thrilling win in the SA Pacing Cup at Globe Derby. So he was always around the mark. Didn't notch up that first win in SA, but then he just had started to get a taste winning and he liked it. So a bit of a similar league up to Coach King in some ways, Paul. Yeah, it is a little bit. Look, it, it, it's a quite a long series and it's very difficult to keep them, you know, at their peak for the whole lot. It's, uh, you really want them peaking now. So, mm. you know, they, some of those earlier runs, they, they're probably... We, you know, they're really getting fit and hard and used to it. We don't get a lot of free-for-all racing here, unfortunately. Like they, They'll have one every second week or third week sometimes, and it's difficult to uh, get them really fit. And he's such a big, gross, gross stallion, my bloke. It, um, it'll, uh, it's taken him all this time to sort of come good. But, yeah, similar to Wrangler last year, he was the same sort of scenario. We, we, we used the races to sort of get him fit and strong and, uh, yeah, peaked at the right time. So hopefully we can do the same again with Culture King. They're very tough, these, um, of course, these big country cup series. Uh, you see a lot of horses race well at the beginning of the series, but then are not there around the important time towards the mm. uh, tail end of the series. We see that a lot. So it does really take a big training effort to get a horse to win this sort of series, doesn't it? Well, you just have to sort of plan things a little bit. Um, yeah, it, it is, like I said, it's difficult to keep them up for the, for the entire um, series. Uh, you've got to try and freshen them up here and there when you can. And, uh, yeah, luckily we've been able to do that. We've got a, we've got a pretty lucky up here because we've got some paddocks that we can put them out during the day and they're sort of living the life up here. They love it. And um, I think that helps keep them fresh. So I think that's probably been a bit of a, bit of a um, th- you know, something for us. We've been lucky that way. Yeah. Um, you've only been racing a couple of horses at the moment. It's only really been Culture King. Um, we saw, obviously, Uncle Louie going through the series and uh, Wranglers being returning to racing over the last couple of weeks as well. Um, some of your lower-grade horses, um, obviously, spelling at the moment uh, and uh, haven't been around. So um, how, how big is your team at the moment? Uh, we've got nine here at the moment, Lockie, and, uh, yeah, they're all in fast work. They're probably... We've got two trialling today. Uh, we hope to have another couple trialling on the weekend. So uh, probably within the next three to four weeks, we'll be, um, yeah, we might have to buy another float. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, you had your really promising young and upcoming filly last year, Sunshine and Rainbows, as a two-year-old show, plenty of ability, of course. Uh, she'll be back as a three-year-old this season. How, she's tra- how is she travelling at the moment? Yeah, really, really well. Um, we're really happy with her. She's... Um, She's uh, grown quite a bit since her uh, since her last season, the last time in, and uh, put on a fair bit of weight. She looks, she was always a little bit, um, oh, she was immature as a two-year-old and probably shouldn't have really raced. She was just green as grass, but she certainly furnished out into a really nice uh, filly at the moment. And uh, yeah, we're hoping to trial her maybe Sunday. And uh, yeah, really happy with how she's coming. That's good to hear, Paul. Um, thank you for your time this morning. Good luck at Port Piri tomorrow night. Obviously, a very busy night for you with a runner in the Trogger's Cup and a runner in the Pacers Cup. Congratulations on making the uh, two finals and best of luck with your two runners.
Oh, thank you, Lockie. Thank you very much. Paul Cavallaro there on rolling. Of course, um, a busy night for him at Port Puri tomorrow night. As we mentioned at the top of the show, uh, that meeting being moved from Saturday night because of the torrential rain, um, of course, if you tune into uh, Gather Out uh, during the weekend, you will have seen some of the rain in Adelaide. Well, Paul Puri basically got twice as much um, on that Friday night, Saturday morning period. So uh, the club is doing a very good job to get the track up and running. And, of course, that first race on Tuesday night at Port Puri will be at 5.51pm local SA time with the final event at 10.10pm, all on Sky Racing 1, which is really good to see as well. Sky 1 coverage for the Port Puri Cup meeting would be um, they've got a heap of features as well with the Country Graduation Series Final, race number three, worth $9,000 at 6.54pm SA time. Uh, the Troggers Cup race number five, worth $20,000 at 8.02pm. And, of course, the Pacing Cup race seven, worth $25,000 at 9.10pm. It's definitely the biggest prize money we've seen for a Port Puri Pacing Cup and, of course, is the grand final of the Country Cup Series for the Troggers and the Pacers. We're going Lachlan, to be talking no, to... Yeah, yeah, just breaking in there, Lachlan. We're just waiting for Samantha at the moment, but I was going to ask you, uh, you called up one or two Port Perry Cups before? Uh, no, no. no? I've, I've emceed um, the uh, Port Perry Cups on previous occasions, probably for the last four or five years, but it's obviously my third time calling any sort of harness racing cup, so I'm very excited tomorrow night to be up here in the mid-north of Port Perry. It sounds like we have Samantha Pascoe yes. on the line now, joining us, our second guest of the day. Good morning, Sam. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Samantha. How are you? Yeah, very good. Um, obviously, a very busy time for you with two runners in the um, Pacing Cup and the Troggers Cup tomorrow night. Of course, you have your first runner uh, in the Troggers Cup, which Super Angus is beginning off the front mark handicap um, in a stand-star condition race. Of course, he's only been recently returned from a spell. Um, of course, he won first up in mobile star conditions with a win, winning by about five and a half metres. So uh, he got back into his racing really well and his run most prior at the Victor Harbour Cup was a good run as well so you must be pleased with how he's returned to racing so far Yeah really happy with him um, well because he more so uh, just had a little break just for a freshen up for these cups because he was still racing well he probably could have kept racing but I wasn't sure how long he'd stay up for um, mm. so he just had that little freshen up ready for this prep for the cup but it's his first step up into the fast, fast sort of grade, and I'm really, really pleased with how he's taken to that. He's getting better every run. Um, like in all honesty, he's not as good as some of those other horses that are running in the cup, but um, he's the most honest horse you'll ever see, so he's doing a really good job. Yeah, how he's developed has been terrific. Of course, his forte of racing is preferably mobile stars. We really see him do his best work with a mobile. He gets off the arm really well. Um, it must be exciting for you to drive a trolley like that who has that sort of speed from a mobile start and begins out well because it's quite rare in a trolley, especially when it comes to troggers like racing like that from mobile starts, isn't it? Yeah, it's unbelievable how good he feels. For such a rough-going trotter, the best he actually feels is when he flies off the mobiles. And he's happy to do it all under his own steam. You don't have to chase him or anything. So I think he more so does well in the mobiles because... Um, his gate speed's a massive advantage, so he's up the front end of the field because he just doesn't get away quick enough from the stand, so he sort of logs a bit too far back in the field to be really competitive. It's an intriguing race tomorrow night. There's plenty of winning chances. Of course, Luke O'Neill has um, a couple runners in this. He's probably his most favourable runner, Laggy in the Sky, but 
he's probably a little bit suspect from the stand start. Uh, your guy, he um, he's intriguing from the stand start. If he steps away well, he can be competitive. He's off the front mark. Um, obviously, if you step away, where are you hoping of lobbing early? Um, I've, I'm going to have to just drive him pretty conservatively. Like he's he's certainly gotten better at the stands. He goes away pretty safely most times now. Um, but I, I, I'll be looking for the pegs with him just so he gets a, a nicer run and has something left at the finish over the long distance. And, of course, a big night for you as well. You're in the pacing cup with Van Mara drawn on the inside of the second row. Of course, this horse, he's had 143 career starts for 30 wins. He only recently went into your stable. Uh, you had a really good patch of this horse back in 2020 where um, he was with the Stephen Fennell uh stable down at Mount Gamby. He was racing at Glow Derby and I think he, you might have to correct me on this, he, I think he won about seven or eight races in a row. He was really good back in 2020. Um, he's been really showing some of his old form over his last couple of weeks since joining your stable. He was a winner three starts back at Glow Derby. Um, how do you rate his chances tomorrow night? Drawing on the inside of the second row, a little bit tricky, but uh, obviously you must be pleased with how he's been racing since uh, coming back to your stable. Yeah, for sure. He's definitely been a good horse to me. Um, yeah, it was eight that we won in a row and then only just got nabbed on our, on our ninth um, goal winning in a row. But, um, yeah, he, he came, came up with a few issues sort of after that patch and, and Fennel, I know, was having a lot of difficulty getting him back to his best. Um, but then, obviously, just before I claimed him, he had a good win at Globe Derby uh, for Stephen. But I think just... As much as the Cavallaros will be saying that Culture King can hold the front, I will be as well because I think he'll be really competitive from if we can be behind the leader. Um, I think if we ended up three back the pegs, it'd be a bit hard to win, but he'll certainly uh, be around the mark. It's probably my fault as much as anything. His last two starts, he hasn't been as close because I think he just he lacks a bit of depth the longer distance the races are. Um, so, yeah, the pegs was sort of where I was hoping to lob in the final anyway, so it couldn't have been a better draw, really. Yeah, it's going to be a very interesting race into the uh, first turn there from the mobile start. Of course, Culture King has a major chance of holding the inside, but um, there'll probably be speed from horses like Assassinator, Claring Envoy and Dancing Thing off that front row. So it'll be very intriguing heading into that first turn. Of course, um, you've only been training for about 6 to 12 months now with your trainer's licence. Of course, you've been driving for about four years now. Um, obviously training a pretty big team at the moment. How many horses do you have in work? Probably too many, to be honest. <laughs> so at the moment, we've, I've got a few that we're working up that are sort of getting uh, a couple of new ones even that are getting close to making an appearance. But we've got um, 11 in work plus a yearling that I broke in that's had his on his sort of third prep now. And then another one that I'm breaking in that I'll work for Mark Carey. So got definitely got plenty going on. You've definitely jumped right into it, haven't you? Like you've, um, of course, had a lot of. Uh, you've got about 12 wins all up as a trainer at the moment, uh, which is a, a very good start to your training career. And uh, you've had some nice horses along the way over the last uh, six to 12 months as well. Of course, Junior Brown, probably your most successful one, uh, uh, having a few wins for you in your stable. So uh, you must be really pleased with how you've progressed there as a trainer and how you've started off. And you've got some really nice horses in there with. Obviously, two runners in two cups tomorrow night. That's a pretty big effort. Yeah, I'm very fortunate that I sort of um, have been given the opportunities that I have, like with horses such as Junior Brown and even Animal, um, both from Terry Cluth. 
they they definitely were the ones that jump started it all. But I just sort of I started having more fun training my own more so than say Aaron Baines um, that I work for. It's just it's a different sense of satisfaction as it is to driving a winner. I think I'd probably I would train over drive. I just am really loving it. That's very good. Um, of course, you've got a couple of drives at Globe Derby today. Uh, no more engaged yourself, but uh, a couple of drives for other stables. Uh, race number three, Barney Feller for Clinton Fuller. Of course, this horse is playing impressive last start, running second at Globe Derby. He's been racing well. He probably makes a bit of an easier field today compared to his recent start. How do you rate his chances? A bit tricky from gate number six, but uh, obviously has the runs on the board with that last run. Yeah, no, he's definitely um, a horse that's sort of got it there if he if he brings it to the table. And I've heard that he he should be sort of back around his best today. He had a couple issues that they've tended to, and with any it's yeah, just like you said, the draw that's a bit awkward, but with a bit of luck, he should be close. Uh, in race four, you're driving number eight, Magic Owens for Mario Board. This horse has been racing quite well against trickier fields than what he meets today. Of course mobile start conditions as well, which should help him off the second row, drawing the only runner off the second row. Um, he should be around the mark today from that draw. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely... Well, he's been racing against, like, Saturday night company, um, so using the claim to get him back into a Monday race, um, it should be um, a much easier task for him. Probably a shame that we're off the back or delights of just drawing the front and being able to work forward and just bowl along like he does, but, yeah, he won't be far away either. And another drive later on in the program, uh, which caught my eye, uh, race seven, number seven, Layla's Princess. Now it comes into gate six with a scratching of number six, calculating dancer. Uh, a younger horse is the second run back from a spell for trainer Clinton Fuller, but she definitely showed plenty of ability in her first preparation. And she should be around the mark today if she can really recapture some of that form against this field. Yeah, absolutely. She's a really nice little horse. She had a, a couple of nice trials leading up and her first start was was a bit tricky. We sort of, we lobbed last and then we didn't make or lose any ground, but it was, um, she had a sort of cushy first up run, which didn't knock her around. So she should be better from that today. Again, the draw is not real favourable, but um, she's definitely a really nice horse. Yeah, well, good luck with your drives at Globe Derby today. Of course, the Mildura Cup Carnival is this week as well, with uh, the Mildura Cup Carnival kicking off tomorrow night in Victoria. Of course, a lot of SA drivers and a lot of SA trainers do go up and race at Mildura. You're one of them. You uh, drive up there quite a bit, and um, you obviously have uh, commitments tomorrow night with Port Pirie, but you're planning on going up there to drive uh, on the Friday and Saturday as far as the Cup Carnival is concerned? Um, yeah, look, it's a, it's a little disappointing that I missed out on my drive tomorrow night, but obviously I'd rather go to Pirie for the Cups. Um, I'm pretty sure I'll be going on Friday just because it's, it's more the, the locals kind of meeting, so I'll have a couple of drives there. Um, but I'm, I'm looking at probably staying in, in Adelaide on Saturday night just because I'll have a bigger book of drives. Yeah, no, it's always a good carnival. And obviously um, a bit of a different style of racing up here at Mildura as well with the uh, Tiger track, but obviously a very competitive style of racing. Yeah, it's brilliant. I, I really didn't enjoy it for a while when I was going there because it is so much closer and it can be a little bit daunting. But um, now that I've I've been going every week for you know a good couple of years or more now, um, so I, I really enjoy the racing up there and all um, all the drivers and trainers there are great. Samantha, thank you for your time this morning. Good luck at Port Pirie tomorrow night. Obviously, um, three runners engaged. Uh, you have your 
Uh, lower grade for Robert's Delight earlier on in the night. And then you have your two runners in the Cups, of course, in the Trollers Cup, Super Angus and in the Pacing Cup, Bear Murray. Good luck with those two runners. Both live chances, and I'm sure it'll be a big thrill tomorrow night if you can get your horses close to the top end of the finish. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me.